Also breaking overnight, NBA star Kyrie Irving is apologizing after posting a link to an anti-Semitic documentary last week. Irving added that he's learning from the event. Prior to his apology, the Brooklyn Nets suspended Irving for at least five games without pay, saying that he failed to declare that he has no anti-Semitic beliefs during a press conference. Is that now the new oath test you have to take to play in the NBA? Is you have to say all the right things and disavow all the wrong things? I'm so confused by this story, frankly. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I hate racism. Uh, you know, I hate anti-Semitism. Uh, and I'm, I don't know whether he is or he's not. He's kind of now said no, but it, I go to watch a basketball game. <laughs> you know, I just, I don't care. Play basketball. That's all I care about. Uh, 437-1620. Joining me now, we have Kate Meehan. Uh, she is our pop culture editor at dailyboom.net, and I've been saying her name wrong for 10 years, um, so I apologize. <laughs> I learned that the other day talking with her. Uh, it is Meehan, not Meehan, so I apologize. Kate, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. I'm also sorry. <laughs> Kate, are you there? It really depends on how you say it. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how you say it. If you if you say it fast, it's Mian. If you want to really sound it out, it's Mian. So it's like you've not been saying it wrong. I'm just going to call you Kate M to be to be safe. That's how I roll. Uh, so what do, what do you think about this Kyrie Irving thing? I mean, this is a really sudden flare up, right? It, you know, it is, and like. Uh, like we've spoken about so many times, where are the boundaries? Where are the limits? Not to promote anything that he's said or done, not to to say that it's remotely okay, you know, but people have their own beliefs and we are all different. And some people have horrific beliefs and, you know, our different views on morality and okayness are, are, are different. And so where does that come into play with your job? You know, he, he posted a link to an anti-Semitic documentary and he didn't walk it back until there was backlash until he was forced to take accountability, you know, until the Nets had a problem with him. Then he came out and apologized for offending anyone. You know, he didn't. And and they still are saying, you know, he didn't actually say that he doesn't have these views. He apologized for who he might have offended by sharing this link. But again, like we can't force everybody to be a cookie cutter. And at what point does that interfere with your job? You know, the, the, the boundaries are so blurry at this point that I don't know how you fix it. And I, I don't know how you get to a point of normalcy where there's, you know, a set of, of normal ideals of what to do because we're different. And I mean, some people really have these views and you can't force them to be anything other than that if they don't want to be. Yeah. And look, I, I'm with you. I never want to be misunderstood as advocating for, you know, anti-Semitism. But if somebody's a racist, OK, let, let's imagine they are. Does that mean they shouldn't be allowed to have a job? <laughs> you know, does that mean that they can't play baseball or football or basketball? I understand you don't want them elected and you don't want them teaching kindergartners. That's fine, but those are very different occupations. You know, what jobs are going to become conditional upon you saying all the right things? I always was raised as a liberal at the time and now a conservative that tolerance means things you don't like you put up with. And you know, that and and in a capitalist society, market economy, we buy the product based on the product, not based on the orientation or beliefs of the person who makes it. That's my view. I don't know. Well, well, and, and again, where do you draw the line with that? Because if racism is a line, and, and as many of us think it should be a line, obviously, but, you know, 
okay, if we're going to pick and choose, then then what is next? You know, if you're known to have cheated on your husband and wife, you're not employable. Right. If you're known to have smoked weed at some point in your life, you're not employable. Like, where are the boundaries? Because, again, you risk setting a precedent where it's a free-for-all and companies can just, you know, take on whatever moral compass and clause they want to. And... It's, I, I don't know. You know, again, it's one of those things where, like, where where the lines blur and what's really acceptable. Right. And is, how do you decide that? Who decides that? You know, it's, it's unknown. Because, look, I mean, you know, obviously we, you know, we tend to say religion should not be in this category, but you can easy, easily see it sliding there because of the social issues related right. to people's religious views. Uh, you know, certainly on issues of sexual orientation, you can see this. I and mean, it's already kind of becoming that way. I don't know. It's just... It's uh, it, it it bothers it, it bothers me tremendously because I'm such a fierce advocate of people believing what they believe, and also you don't fix right. people by telling them to shut up and not say what they believe. That just tends to make them more committed. Uh, other stories, apparently, this one, I don't know what to make of it, so you tell me. Amber Heard's Twitter account disappeared the day after Elon Musk acquires Twitter. Her ex. <laughs> What's going on here? They say she deactivated um, her account on her own accord. This actually makes sense to me. This, this to me, would be the final straw. You know, if you're on this platform and you are getting heat constantly and just vitriol constantly, and then your ex that you're on bad terms with takes it over, Mm. that might be where you go, okay, I'm taking my toys and I'm going home. So I think people wanted to make it maybe seem like he had removed her, but I, I think this was just kind of the final nail in the coffin for her on this social media platform who maybe he spent 44 billion dollars just to get her off twitter i mean (laughs) to to, to run her off as opposed to to choose her off uh meanwhile the layoffs at twitter are my goodness what what is the number going to be do we even know yet i haven't seen yet but they they have 7500 employees which just seems massive to me yeah um and maybe it's not Maybe in that world it's really not, but that seems like a lot of people. So it'll be interesting. The emails started to go out. The layoffs start today. So I think by probably lunchtime today, we'll have a clue of how many people are being cut today. All right. Well, we'll see about that. We also have, uh, weirdly, two different stories about bipolar. Kanye says he's not. Selena Gomez says she is. She's been on medication, and therefore she can't have kids because of the risk of being on the medication if she gets pregnant. Is that right? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I um, well, on the Kanye side of it, by saying he's not bipolar and that people just, you know, took his freedom away and medicated him to the wall, then what he's basically saying is the version of him that we've been getting for the last several weeks is truly who he is. So that's pretty horrific. Mm. Um, And then on the the Selena side of it, this woman has been through a lot over the last 10 years. You know, she has lupus. um, She had a kidney transplant. She's gone through a lot with the lupus. And then back in 2018, when she was on tour, she had a psychotic break and was um, declared, you know, bipolar and spent some time in a facility to to get her stabilized. And she said even a couple weeks ago, she has a documentary out now. And even a few weeks ago, she was debating whether or not to put it out because it's so scary to to propel her story and to put it out there to be inevitably judged by people because that's what people do. 
but she also sees it as an opportunity to educate. And so, you know, she's she's on the, the medication to keep her stabilized, and it seems to be working. But as we know, you, if you're on something daily, whether it's an antipsychotic, whether it's, you know, something for your thyroid, it doesn't really matter. It does other things to your body. And so one of those things for her is the fear of getting pregnant and, and the influence that this condition could have on a baby. That, that is such a, uh, for women who are taking medications that put them in a situation where they have to make that, it's such an awful thing, especially if, I mean, if they want kids yeah. and they really probably shouldn't have them under those medical circumstances, uh, I just, I feel terrible on their behalf. Well, Kate Meehan, uh, I did it again. Kate Meehan, she is our pop culture editor at dailyboom.net, joins us every Friday. <laughs> It's like the Adele thing. It's not Adele. It's Adele. I don't know what even how she says it. That's different than the way I've always said it. It's but apparently, not Nooney. Yeah, it's Nooney. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, uh, Leviosa. That's the accent. That's all right, fine. <laughs> Kate, thanks as always for the time. We'll talk to you next week. Hi. So-